Hey guys, I'm Jackie Brubaker, host of the Love You Even More podcast. I'm an author, speaker, two-time Emmy Award winner, and entrepreneur. I'm a Jackie of all trades and a master of some. Each week, I bring on people from all walks of life to talk to them about their inspiring stories in the fields of self-development, relationships, business, and how you can love yourself even more. For more about me and the podcast, visit us at loveyouevenmore.com. Hey guys, it's Jackie and welcome to the Love You Even More podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about the stories we tell ourselves and the stories we sometimes tell each other. So when we think about stories we tell ourselves, they can be so deeply rooted in our consciousness that we really, really believe they're true. We really do believe that we are the victim of circumstance, or we do believe that, no, there's no way I can get out of this. I will remain trapped. Um, We tell ourselves these stories ultimately because we're scared and because we just really feel safer having a story. And so it can go in so many different ways. So I want to just give an example that of a story that I've been holding on to for a really long time. Um, the story was that, and don't get me wrong, I'm still working on this. The story was that I have not been able to get out of being a makeup artist in TV and film, which I know to a lot of you, that seems very glamorous, but work and a job is still work and a job. And it wasn't something that I wanted to do, right? Can you hear the story starting to show itself? It's something that I kind of fell into out of circumstance, out of, I was a kid in college and I needed a job and it was you know, my mom did makeup and TV, so I got into makeup and TV, and then somehow I won a couple of Emmys and have worked on a bunch of shows, but I was never able to get out of the business. That sounds kind of like a nice story, right? Like, oh, what a cool ending. <laughs> but when you don't want to do something, but you still find that you're still doing it, it's really frustrating. So that's just an example of a story that I've told myself is that what I really should have done was move to New York after college or during college and pursued Broadway, which is what the plan was. But instead, I became a victim of circumstance. I became a makeup artist in TV and film. Boo-hoo to me. All right. Now, mind you, I have actually been very upset and very depressed over this for years. Um, So when people are like, oh, it must be so cool to be a makeup artist. I'm like, no, it's not for me because it's not what I wanted to do. But do you see the story that I've told myself? I was a victim and then I'm now stuck and I can't get out because I've tried, but it just hasn't worked. Now, what kind of story in your life is this reminding you of? Do you have a story that you have told yourself, a limitation, a limiting belief, a reason why something hasn't worked out for you or that that'll never work out for you because of X, Y, and Z? And mind you, you're going to give yourself really, really good excuses. And they are excuses because it's all based in fear and what level of self-worth you have going on in your body at that time. So let's talk a little bit about self-worth because that's really where this is stemming from. Because if if you had the biggest 
bunch of self-worth. You'd be like, fuck this shit. I'm going to just make it happen anyway. And don't you think that I haven't felt that way and done that and it still hasn't worked. So now we have to go back to the root of the problem, which is deep down, I felt or feel still working through this. This is like a work in progress, but like I can't make it happen. I can't get out. I'm too stuck in this job. I can't make a change now. I'm in my 40s. You know, what am I supposed to do? Again, all of the excuses, right? So think of your story, why you're not able to leave your job, switch your job, leave your partner, find a better partner, travel. Maybe you're scared to travel. My God, whatever it is, think of all of the excuses you've been telling yourself really good, good excuses. Like right now, and maybe this is a little controversial. Not everyone has to agree with me on this, but like my mom, love my mom. We're very close. She is having my grandmother who's older, much, much older. She's 95. She lives with my mom and my mom is taking care of her, but she also has help that comes in. My mom's excuse is I have to be here for my mom. I can't do anything. I can't go anywhere and I can't do anything. And I can only be gone for a few hours because I have to take care of my mom. And I'm like, but she has help. And she's also very self-sufficient. You guys, she's doing well. She's doing really well. Um, but she's giving herself this excuse of, well, I can't travel until my mother has passed. That could be another five years. I know my grandmother's 95, but we have really good genes. That's why I look like I'm 12, okay? <laughs> if you watch the the Instagram reels of me. Um, we live forever. So it's a it's a real valid like reason to be like, well, I'm scared. I don't want my mother to like fall or trip or something. And absolutely, right? But that's gonna that could happen while she's home too. So and because we have the resources to take care of her, whether family or hired help, there isn't a real excuse. So it's like, what is the excuse of why she won't allow herself to go away for the weekend. We're not even talking like weeks here. We're talking a weekend, you know? So think of your story and I want you to think of your excuses and I want you to give yourself the most, like the best excuses you possibly can that are making you not leave the thing or do the thing or whatever it is. I really want you to think about those right now. I'm going to give you a moment. Just think about them. Feel how real they feel. Feel how like smart you are to have thought about these incredibly good reasons why you can't do something. <laughs> Think about the anger you feel because you feel entitled. You feel victimized. You feel like this shouldn't have happened to me. You feel helpless or worthless or this is never going to change. I really want you to feel that feel those feelings of resistance. And then I want you to just think about if someone told you these reasons, what you would say to them. What would you say to them in response? Now, really, really put yourself in the third person. Not your best friend and what she or he would say to you, but I mean a third person who has never met you, who is hearing these things, what would they say? Now I want you to think about what you would respond with. Would you respond, well, yeah, but, well, no, I mean, but see, you know, 
give them a chance to give you reasons why maybe that's not necessarily true, your story. Maybe there are options. Listen to those options because that is where we can get unstuck. And that is where we really find out what fear is really holding us back because it's a fear that is truly keeping all of us stuck in whether it's a limiting belief or a victim mentality or a really good reason why we just can't, we can't lose everything. I'll lose my house. I'll lose my family. I'll lose my car. I'll lose this. No, you're not. Really, ultimately, you're not going to. Because we all kick in with a survival mechanism once we start trying something kind of different, right? If it's really going to be bad, if something's really going to be lost, you will kick in and it will be different. You will you will save yourself, <laughs> right? That's why we like where, you know, if we jump out of a plane, we have a parachute. We have an internal human parachute in all of us, but our internal parachute right now with this story is a little too tight. Okay. It's a little too tight. It's a little too big of a parachute. So when you listen to these reasons why maybe you can become unstuck or you could let go of victimhood, I'm going to do a whole other episode on victimhood because that's something I've certainly been working through myself. Um, So definitely in the next couple of weeks, you'll hear that episode. It'll be very good to go with this one. Um, listen to the reasons why someone's telling you, well, you could try this. Or what about that? Or what about this? And like take it in and feel that fear. Feel that resistance. And really just be like, what if I just let this story go even for today? Just a day. What if I let it go and just thought, yeah, you know what? Maybe I could move someplace else. Maybe I could stop doing the job that I don't want to do. Because there's something that definitely happens to all of us. And I have talked about this so many times on the podcast throughout the years. If you don't decide to change something, it will change for you because nothing stays the same. No matter how much we want something to stay the same, babe, it's not, it's going to change. It's going to change and it better be you making the change because you're ready, because you'll want to, not because of circumstance. Circumstance is a bitch. Okay. Sorry to be so sweary, but like it is, it comes and it finds you and it forces you to do the thing that you didn't want to have to do. And now you're rushed and you're desperate and you're really, really scared now But if you take the reins and say, you know what? All right, it's time. It's time to do something scary. It's time to like take a leap of faith. In my case, right? Let's go back to my original story, which is, you know, I didn't want to be a makeup artist and now I'm stuck. Well, what's really interesting, and the reason I bring up this whole like nothing stays the same story, is that ever since the pandemic, my makeup career has kind of sucked. (laughs) Like I have gone very long stretches of time without doing makeup work. And I'm not talking about during lockdown. I'm talking about after when people were back to work and I was not getting called for work. And no matter how many people I called every single week to tell them I was available, 
were not hiring me and nothing changed. It's not like suddenly I became a bad makeup artist or anything, but you know what did change? Me. My energy started changing. And during the lockdown, I started the podcast. I put up my book. I started coaching people. I started really letting my spirituality like become more upfront and even more so now. Um, if you listened to the previous um, episode, maybe a week or so back, you heard me with Mary McMonagall talk about spiritual entrepreneurism, and that's an amazing episode. Please go check it out. And I really talk about how I'm becoming more open about how spiritual I am and my spiritual gifts. None of that would have happened before. But during the pandemic, I got a chance to be me, and so my energy changed and thus, the energy around me started to shift as well. Now, this isn't to say that there weren't real things happening in my industry of entertainment. My God, there have been major things like a strike for almost a year. I think it was like nine months or eight months of a strike. Nobody worked. Um, that wasn't even my problem. I wasn't working before that. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's showing me that this isn't always circumstance. This is my vibrational shift. And so because I was changing, I was becoming more aligned in what I'd like to do and also what I do well, which is coaching and helping others. I'm in school to be a marriage and family therapist. I'm here to serve. That's not really happening through makeup anymore. And the universe knew that and was like, okay, cool. I'm so glad you're on board with what we want to give you. Let's take you out of the thing that you're not supposed to be in anymore. And I was like, whoa, 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 but I still have to work. Like, how am I supposed to make money, right? Real reason to be afraid. <laughs> Real reason to be like, no, no, don't change. No, please don't change. I'm not ready. But then what am I supposed to do when it keeps showing up and showing up and showing up? It's like, oh, you'll work for a minute and then that's it. So in my case, like, you know, I'm trying to like be one with my higher self and my guides and my angels, everybody. I'm like, everybody help, help me now. It's just about being true to yourself and being like, okay, I'm going to take myself out of this stuckness. I'm just going to take myself out and I'm going to do something scary or what seems like something scary to me. It might not even be scary. The scary thing for me is to be like, you know what? It's really time to start working in mental health. That's what I'm getting a degree in. That's what I'm getting licensed in. It's time to start really working in that field. It's time to bring back my coaching, which by the way, if you're interested, please hit me up. I'm so, I love coaching. And when I coach, I'm so happy and people have remarkable outcomes. So I'm very proud of my work, but I'm also very proud of my clients. But like, do you see what I'm saying? So I could sit there and be in my victimhood and be like, why am I not getting called for shows to do makeup? But I don't really want to do makeup. I just really want to help people and just coach and be a therapist. Well, okay. So the universe is giving that to me. Take it. Be scared. Be a little scared. Okay. You're going to get a job in mental health. Is that, it's different. I've never done it you know, in like a professional setting, but like do it anyway, feel the fear and do it anyway. So when we have these stories that feel so real, I mean, they are real to you and you are angry or you are frustrated or you feel victimized or you just don't know what to do. 
have that third person come in who is not your best friend, who is truly your third party perspective of you and start figuring out solutions. And even if you want to battle with those solutions over and over again, that's fine. But like, look at them and think, is there one thing of this list that this person yourself just gave you? Is it, is there one thing I could try? Could I just try? Because eventually you're going to get asked to change and it won't be on your terms and it will be scary. And I don't want you to go into this desperation of like, what am I supposed to do? Because no good decisions are made in desperation ever, ever, ever. So with the stories we tell ourselves, be them old from decades ago, you know, may they be like, may they be, <laughs> I feel a very poetic, um, or they're, they're new stories. However old or young the story is, it is a story you're telling yourself and ask yourself, is this still true? Is it still true? If it is still true, I mean, really, it is still true. Is there a way to create a new chapter for this story? Because it has to keep going. It didn't just end. Your book didn't just end with that story. Can you imagine if my book ended with she was a makeup artist for 20 years and then she never worked again? Well, maybe. Maybe that's the end of the chapter. Maybe that's the end of that story. Did you ever think maybe that's the end of your story and it's time to write a new story, one that you don't know the story to? <laughs> you just allow the universe to bring to you. Today, I really want to encourage you to just surrender to new solutions to, to an old story, to a brand new story that could be. I know lately I have been thinking about where would I love to be? What would make me really happy right now? And it's so simple. All I really want to be is in New York and my cute little apartment cooking. That's kind of what, that's all I want to do right now. I just want to be in my cute little New York apartment with my like brick wall and my cute little kitchen making beautiful food and probably filming it for you guys because for gosh sakes, I am the reluctant housewife. And if you don't know about your Reluctant Housewife and my YouTube series that was on for like six years, go find it on YouTube. You will enjoy it. It's very cute. But I do. I, I just, you know, sometimes your story is very simple. And that's like my new story. I'm like, you know, I would love to move to New York for a little while, just have a different experience and have it be very simple. It doesn't have to be more than that. It just doesn't. It could be a few months. But if you're always telling yourself, yeah, that would be nice, but you know, that'll never happen because of my old story. Uh, I can't do it. I can't be that. I can't make it. And yeah, you're right. You will never have that. And one day life is going to come in and change it for you. And it's going to suck. <laughs> so with that really inspiring outro, no, but really to like end on a, a higher note, do it for you. And that's why I was saying in the beginning, like build up your self-worth so that you can actually believe that you can do it, that you can feel the fear and do it anyway, that you are worth having a different story than the one you've been telling yourself for so long. You are worth more. And if you don't believe it right now, 
do little steps every day to show yourself why you're worthy. We'll do a whole episode on self-worth. I think that's important to do. But you guys, seriously, the stories we tell ourselves can be very damaging and keep us stuck in the past, keep us stuck in the present and keep us from living a life that we actually want to live. We actually feel authentic in. So instead of feeling like you don't have a choice, feeling that you're trapped, feeling that you are a victim of your circumstance today, give yourself the solutions and the reasons why you aren't why that story is done, why it's time to start a new one. All right. Take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself and be kind to others. If you want to reach out, you can always find me on Instagram. I love getting DMs. (laughs) Or you can email me at Jackie at loveyouevenmore.com. And we'll see you next time, guys.